Welcome to Secondary, voices and topics from today's high school students. Hi, welcome back to Scoop, Spooky or Not. <clears throat> I'm Lucas, and this is part two of the story about going on the highway and not seeing anything. We left off where his parents are calling him, telling about memories they've had of him and how they loved him, how they're so proud of him, and they're crying, making him sad. But as far as we know, we don't know why they are calling him like that, why they're calling him so sad and telling him all this stuff. But we will get to that as the story continues. I told him that I would call again in a moment, that I needed to get my bearings right. Then I drove until the, then I drove until the little orange needle kissed the E. I stared at the haunting zero on my dash, the number that told me how many miles I had left. And I coasted it out as long as I could until my car slowed to a stop. I didn't react. <coughs> I just sat I just sat there, munching on a granola bar I had packed. Then I <coughs> then I slipped into an uneasy slumber. And I awoke to the bright sun above me. Into a car so s sweltering, into a car so sweltering, I could have easily overheated. For a while, I cooled down in the little silver of shade on the side of my car. That's when I stared down at the pavement. I studied every minute detail, every minute detail, every crack and dip. There wasn't a single ant, no fly in the air, not any kind of bug. I emptied my car. Of all the all of all the food and drinks that I had, put it all into my duffel bag that I had emptied, of that I had em that I emptied of clothes that I no longer needed. As I slung the bag over my shoulder, I continued my journey on foot. I realized that I had taken this chance to warn anyone else. To warn anyone else, hundred percent battery. I left it on the charger as I drove because I knew deep down that once this device ran dry. I lost all connection to the outside world. Before this phone is dead, I will call every person I can think of. I will say my farewells. I will forgive what I can. I will hope to be forgiven. It's a better end than most get, I suppose. Maybe somehow my loved ones will get closure. Though I doubt anyone will ever truly understand what has become of me. But I didn't want my mother to blame herself. I don't want her to live the rest of her life in grief. So I did call her back. I told her I'd found an oasis, cool water, so many animals to eat, so many trees to use. I told her that even though we're, we'll probably never see each other again, that I will be alive and well over here. As I told her all those fairy, fairy tales, while simultaneously staring at the same ex expansive nothingness, we, bo we both knew I was lying, but neither dared to say so, but neither dared to say so. At this point, I am certain I will die. Will I go slowly from starvation or thirst or find a way to end it sooner? Will I cling to the last shred of life I have left, fill my mouth with prairie grass, slog until <coughs> the mal malnutrition takes me? I'm not sure. My delusional mind still wants to debate. It wants to believe these are choices that I won't have to make. But deep down, I know that that's where this path will take me. Though I do not know where, the, where, the cur <coughs> where this cursed road leads, 
I do not know where it will end, at least where it will end for me. And so now I write this all out. I write it as, a, as I sit in the center of the road, so far that m- even my car is now lost. I eat, I eat the last of my, rotation, of, of my r- rotations, or the last of my rations, and I leave you with one final message. Never take this road. Never follow it into the middle of nowhere. And if you must do so, pray that you do not end up where I have. To everyone who knew me, goodbye. And that's the end of the story. <coughs> well, that was a ha- hell of a story. That was a, that was a great story. Really emotional. Like, it's, it's spooky. I give it a certified spooky. I wouldn't give it a real, though. <laughs> Because I, I can't, I just, for me personally, I can't say that I believed it very much. But really, it was a great storytelling. It, I mean, it brought out every emotional aspect of, like, sadness, fear, like, happy. Like, he was, when he was talking with his parents about his memories, that was one slight moment of happiness that happened in such terror of moments. And the sadness of knowing that he might not ever come back from this. It's really sad. And obviously the fear of him not making out and the determination to get out as well. Yeah, I mean, this story is great and had every aspect of everything, honestly. So uh, as in terms of spooky or not, yes, I would give it a certified spooky. In terms of real or not, I would give it a not real, certified not real. But it was a great story. I think this this with the plane crash one last time are my top two stories. For me, at least. But anyway, thank you for listening to this part two. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And until next time, stay spooky. Thanks for listening to this episode of Secondary. If you're enjoying this content, share it with your family and friends. Spread the word. And thanks again for listening.